Sunday morning discussion on Weekend View. Right, it's coming up to 20 minutes to the top of the hour. We focus uh, this morning in our Sunday discussion on that uh, that standoff, if you will. You had uh, members of the public and uh, uh, many members of Operation Dudula who took it upon themselves to prevent people from accessing uh, a, a health f- facility, right? We saw this at the Galafong Tertiary Hospital in Attridgeville. They say that uh, they, the country, in fact, cannot afford to, to support everyone and that many South Africans are not able to access health care services because foreign nationals are taking up space and too many foreign nationals are using these facilities. And then, of course, they, they blocked access to, to that particular facility. That is our discussion. Health Minister earlier this week, uh, Dr. Joe Partha, and, uh, and and of course uh, the the Operation Tudula, as I've just mentioned, reaching an agreement to stop picketing outside the hospital, Galafong Tissue Hospital in Attridgeville. The minister saying the protests at the hospital were unwarranted. The minister visited the facility following the picket by Operation Tudula which has been ongoing since the beginning of August. It's alleged patients suspected to be foreign nationals were turned away, but Operation Tudula is denying this. Tensions once again rose this weekend. The police fired rubber bullets and stun grenades to disperse the crowd. And for more on this, on this discussion, we are set to be speaking to Zandile Dabula of Operation Tudula. As soon as uh, we have her on the line, we'll bring her on. But I do have the spokesperson for Kopanong Africa, Ferron Pedro, who's uh, joining us in this conversation as well. Farron, thank you for your time with us uh, this this morning. Give us a sense of your own an, a, assessment and understanding of what transpired this week at Galafong Hospital. Right. Um, thank you for having me. Um, I think it's really important to, um, to note that what is happening, what, what has been happening at the hospital is both illegal in Maine, and as Copenhagen Africa Against Xenophobia, we condemn it, um, condemn these actions um, wholeheartedly. Uh, it's dangerous, and um, for not just for migrants, but for all um, people living in a, in a society where the access to healthcare um, is a fundamental right. Uh, if uh, mothers aren't able to vaccinate their children. That has an impact on the broader community. It's dangerous for everybody. Um, it's illegal. Uh, in our constitution, uh, the right to access is intake, the Sorry, the access to um, healthcare, um, especially for children, um, is is entrenched. Um, no one may be refused emergency medical treatment, and everybody has the right to access healthcare services. So um, we we outrightly condemn these um, these protests, and um, we think that again uh, because of rhetoric by political leadership and um, by opportunistic leadership, really um, people are being misled um, to scapegoat uh, foreign nationals and migrants 
for the problems in our healthcare system when the problems really are based in um, gross maladministration, production, and chronic underinvestment in our um, public healthcare infrastructure. And that's where we should be focusing our attention, not on vulnerable migrants who are, are trying to um, stay alive and, and seek healthcare treatment. And to and to your point, Farron, I mean a lot a lot of what you're saying about um, you know not denying anybody a right to 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 healthcare and so on that that's straightforward for particularly people so within the facility, right? So so medical practitioners themselves, that's very clear. That that's straightforward. A lot of what we saw here is what is happening outside, right? So placing this um, th- this tension and this battle within communities there. And we get a sense that the, the, the conversations that are happening there um, are rather, are, are, are in many ways, quite problematic. But you have very loud voices who are who are influencing how people and communities are thinking and, and, and seeing the, these, these issues are you playing in in that space right so is your is your organization participating in in those spaces are you speaking to communities to highlight mm-hmm. these these issues to say these these people are are just as vulnerable if not more vulnerable than what you are right and so picking picking on them is is is, is an injustice but many people aren't saying that they're saying uh, these are people who are taking up resources. They uh, there's always that the crime allegation. They now um, taking up beds in hospitals. We can't access mm-hmm. um, healthcare. Right. The, the conversation is in many ways there, and, and this is a space that that Operation Tudula is occupying. And again, we we are still struggling to get a hold of uh, Zandile Tabula, who is meant to join us for for this conversation. But as Gopanong um, Africa, Farron, are you there? Mm-hmm. What, what what sort of work are you doing on the ground with communities? Mm-hmm. Well, firstly, you're 100% right that um, our communities are being misled, uh, you know, because of this inflammatory and um, political statements from government officials, including most recently um, the health NEC, uh, Dr. Ramatuba, who is predating the Zimbabwean patient. Um, we've all seen that on social media and so on and in the news. Um, our, our communities are being misled and... Um, because of the failures of, of, of government and the ruling elite to actually, um, you know, keep their promises that um, healthcare should be accessible to all. And not just healthcare, of course. Um, I mean, you know, in preparing for this, I was reading up on different, uh, on the state of our public healthcare um, infrastructure. And one of the things I saw is um, incubators not working because of load shedding. Are we going to say that the crisis in ESCOM is um, as a result of migrants. No, we know the crisis in ISCOM and in our SOE are related to production, looting, and maladministration. Um, so there's a, a wholesale miseducation and scapegoating of migrants in our communities, and it's trickling down and it's becoming um, more and more toxic um, in our communities because people are targeting these vulnerable groups when really the, the target should be the state um, and private capital, um, who is hoarding the wealth and making sure that we don't have access to healthcare for everybody in, in working-class communities. Um, the, the jobs crisis, um, the lack of adequate investment in our immigration policies. I mean, the fact is that most 
undocumented people, so-called illegal people, as Operation Dudula would say, and I would wholeheartedly disagree with that. There's no such thing as an illegal human being. But um, all most undocumented people in um, in the borders of South Africa are born in South Africa because the Department of Home Affairs is so under-resourced and um, so badly managed. Um, so you, you, you're 100% right that the, that the roots of the problem or at least um, rhetoric and, and this inflammatory language is, is having a real impact on how people see things and how people see the reality. Um, what we're doing at Copenhagen is we have political education programs in different communities. Um, we have, uh, you know, we, 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 we have protest actions and we've been involved in um, educating our communities through those actions sure. and through media statements and so on. But it's really not, it shouldn't be a group of um, concerned citizens who um, is doing this work. It should be our leadership um, who is supposed to be, you know, guided by morality and the principles um, which we've been fighting for uh, for, you know, decades, principles of social justice. Sure, sure. Let me, let me just uh, I, I just want to take a, a quick vo- uh, voice note here, Senator Zeri 2692-3909 on, on this issue. Let's take a listen. Morning, seven I would like to ask Copanong uh, Africa this question. The foreigners that are coming to South Africa, not for emergency medical, people that can travel from Malawi to come and give birth to South Africa, in South Africa, from Lesotho to Swaziland and all those southern countries, they will come and give birth to South African hospitals. Is, is that emergency medical? No. And who is paying for those? Because we are not budget, budgeted for the, uh, these uh, people that are coming from outside. So what is their response? Who will pay for them? Copano Africa will pay for those medical expenses. Who go to, who's going to pay? And again, South Africa is not that rich so that we can accommodate everyone. No. Well, it's not there from, from Tabi. So, Farron, let me have you respond mm-hmm. to that. Well, firstly, the National Health Act says that all people in South Africa can access primary health care at clinics and community health centers. And uh, pregnant and breastfeeding women and children under the age of six are entitled to health care services. So that's the law. Right? Um, if, the, if somebody would like to challenge the law, they are, are um, means to do that, but you certainly can't stop people from accessing um, uh, hospital treatment uh, because you disagree with the law. That's illegal, and um, you should be arrested as a criminal for doing that kind of thing. You're endangering the life of somebody um, that has the right to access that hospital case. In terms of um, our dwindling resources and the fact that South Africa is not a wealthy country, I would dispute that wholeheartedly. One, um, we've seen that despite the fact that funding is available for, for healthcare, there are huge amounts of um, there's a huge amount of corruption in our healthcare system. Just recently, allegations that can be so hospital of 500, 500 million uh, or 500,000 being spent on. Um, 
skinny jeans, you know, that's the allegation there. And uh, But we know that there's looting and corruption in our public institutions and our healthcare system is no different. And maladministration um, of the resources that we have is so nice that, hospital, that doctors are acting as whistleblowers to say that they can't do what they um, are trained to do and what they're passionate to do, service um, people coming into the hospitals because um, the administrative systems are not in place to be able to um, provide that adequate care. So that's so that's so that's the one thing. But secondly, if we look at our economy more broadly, the fact is that these incredible amounts of wealth concentrated in the hands of a very small minority. Right? I think most recently um, the Oxford Inequality Study said something like 80% of the wealth in South Africa is owned by. 20% of the people in South Africa. So there's huge inequality and a small um, group of people um, own the wealth. And what we say as Kopenhagen is that that wealth should be redistributed and um, made and uh, put in the public ownership of everybody, mm-hmm. right? So that um, we all have a say in how our wealth is distributed. It should not be in the hands of um, private capital. It should be in the hands of all people who have created the wealth, and that's all people living in South Africa, including migrants, um, who for years have been coming and mining and being hyper-exploited mm-hmm. in our country and building this economy. So I think that historically there are inaccuracies in that um, in that analysis, and also in terms of what is happening now, these inaccuracies in sure. how money is being used and the real roots of the problem. Farron, let me thank you very much uh, for, for honoring our, our invitation. Again, uh, we were meant to be speaking to Zandile Tabula as well on this discussion, who is uh, the National Secretary General of Operation Dudula. Um, but Zandile was a no-show. That was Farron Pedro, spokesperson of uh, Kopanong Africa. And Kopanong Africa is a coalition of communities, civic organizations and organized labor against xenophobia and those those are their views there um on this matter keep your comments coming in as well and i have a few more i'll take those in just a moment